Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Make sure you do it. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. Happy Wednesday as we do it live on YouTube. Hope you'll join us in the chat. Uh, and if you're downloading this and listening to it later on a podcast, make sure you join us. 120s Monday through Thursday, live every time. And uh, I see so Jack, Jack Brown's always one of the first guys there. He's a lifer. JB. He's an OG. Like, when we get into the season, like when 2023 comes around, we'll remember the people who were here in, in October when the Cubs weren't involved in the playoffs. We'll, we'll remember. Always here. We'll remember yeah. the people that were here, like, June 5th <laughs> yeah, when the exactly. Cubs weren't involved in the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> you know who I am disappointed in that we haven't seen, though? We have not seen Rachel in the comments. We have not. This is a UK-friendly time, too. Yeah. It is, it is 7.20 in, in England or in London right time. now. Maybe like, she's what, busy. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's she, working night side. Maybe, maybe she's, she's reading. She's yeah. reading papers or something. Yeah, yeah. she's a teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. Reading papers. Someone send this to Rachel. Tell her that we're disappointed. Tell but yeah, also okay. Over. But also, like, you know, you could just just open up YouTube and leave it there for a little bit. That's and right. Just say, hey. Just give us the like. Yeah, give us the like. Say, hey. And then, you know, that yeah, that, that's all I'm asking. How about the fresh neon <laughs> sign we've got for this set? This Love thing's it. sick. Shout out Custom. to Casey for getting it's it. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon, isn't that like, unbelievable? Yeah. People well, they don't like Jeff Bezos. But I mean, we got that on Amazon? Yeah, we did. <laughs> you can get anything like, on Amazon, what? brother. Yeah. Okay. He had right. it made on Amazon, some kind of custom neon sign. Garrett Johnson, when are, are we, we doing, doing the, the hot, hot takes, takes episode? episode? That's every, that, Garrett, that's, that's every day. day. That's always hot takes. <laughs> Just stick around. Uh, <laughs> she thinks so, Ricketts is cheap, too. Michael says Rachel thinks Ricketts is cheap, too. Collada already. Some things never change, brother. All right. <laughs> so some people say this is the day the White Sox won the World Series. I say this is the day the Cubs won their first World Series game in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Right? Been a long time. We They lose game All one in 2016. <laughs> yeah, everybody's lifetime, basically. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a crazy day, right? Like, it was raining during the day. I, I remember getting to the ballpark. There was The tarp was on the field. And it was kind of like, you can't go down 0-2. Mm-hmm. You can't go down 0-2 because the pressure after losing game one in 108 years, you lo- you go down 2-0. Going back to Wrigley. You're in a world of hurt. Yeah. But the one reason I think a lot of Cubs fans didn't feel bad about it, Jake was on the mound. And he wasn't yeah. 2015 Jake anymore, but he was still Jake Arrieta at the time. Yeah. Right? And that he came through five and two-thirds and, and gave them a pitching performance that led to a win, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes when I, when I think back on it, I actually remember watching this game, like, in the student center at college, like, trying to study for a test, but I'm also, like, they had a big projector on the screen. I'm, like, trying to keep one eye on it. But it always kind of comes back to, like, as much as the second go around with Jake wasn't great yeah. and that it was a kind of an unceremonious end, had it not been for that game, too, pitching performance by Jake the Cubs get swept in the World Series like like they don't win the World Series had it not been for Jake being Jake at the time that they needed him to be that it was what 5-1 win like Mm -hmm. Kyle Schwarber two hits whatever yeah I mean there's a lot of guys you can say that about on that Cubs team like we don't talk a lot about them for good reason but like Addison Russell they don't win the World Series without Miggy Montero Mm -hmm. they don't win the World Series without Chapman they don't win the World Series without Madden they don't win the World Series like a lot of guys contributed to mm-hmm. finally breaking that 
massive drought, but Arietta was he went against Trevor Bauer and early in the game Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Trevor Bauer, right? Yeah. And uh you know who was on I, I went back and watched the the drone the YouTube highlights. Oh, it was just Rizzo was on base three times. Mm-hmm. A hit and two walks. Like Rizzo, Zobrist, Schwarber, Arietta. They were the they were like the stars of the game. I remember getting to the ballpark and my seat for the press. They had overspill press. They had the press box, right? And then they had, for the playoffs, they always have overspill. So at Wrigley, the overspill press was left field corner, upper deck, like top left corner. In Cleveland, the extra media was down in the right field corner and sitting outside of like the press box down below in those first, they had like three or four rows of seats there. So I'd look right down the foul pole, the the first baseline, and that's where all the action was coming. Rizzo drives in Bryant with the first run. It was into the corner. Zobris drives in Rizzo. It was into that corner. Mm-hmm. And I do remember being, as a fan, inside. You know, like I'm trying to watch it objectively as a reporter because I have to ask questions. But inside, <laughs> my stomach was turning. So what did I do? I I, I started stress eating like I do. So I went, I went out to the outfield right before the game, and while everybody else was eating you know, food that was provided for the media, I went out to the hot dog stand and got grilled hot dogs with bacon and cheese all over them. Like a true fan. Right. Like a true fan, <laughs> right. And then I had an upset stomach the rest of the night. <laughs> but, but it was, yeah, you're showing the, the tweet that I put out today, bacon dogs. And the next time I did that, because they won, I did it every night. Uh, like, I'm not a superstitious guy, but when they won and I had the bacon cheese dogs, you better believe I was eating those same bacon cheese dogs in game seven. <laughs> yeah. Just, just I, okay, so you're not superstitious. Little you're, you're just a little. Yeah, stitious. that's right. My, from my memory, so 2016, I was, in this, I was in my second job out of college. I was covering high school sports down in Peoria, like in Pekin, Illinois. Um, Were the Chiefs still around? The Peoria Chiefs, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still yeah. they're Cardinals affiliate now. Were they still? And, a and you said peak in no, Illinois, not, not peak Illinois. Yeah, necessarily. Uh, but it basically <laughs> basically Peoria. I lived in East Peoria. Um, so one of one of the cool things about um, living in that area at the time is obviously Ben Zobris is from Eureka, which is oh, yeah. basically that same area. Yeah. But Zach McAllister, who was a reliever for the then Indians. He's also from Chillicothe, which is in the same area. So, like, you had the entire area, I guess, just really excited to watch both of them play. Um, Eureka ended up naming a street after Ben Zobrist, as they should. Um, Could have changed Zach the town McAllister name. went on. Like, he was – he he. I think in that game, Zach McAllister gave up runs to, to someone. I want to say he gave up a hit to Ben Zobrist. And, like, I just remember – a lot of people in, in the area I lived in talking about that moment. I think it was game two, at least. It was in Cleveland when it happened. Um, so that, that was one of the cool things about where I lived at the time, uh, in, outside of the fact that despite living downstate, there were a lot of Cubs fans that were excited. Yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs used to be a Cubs affiliate. Ryan right. Sandberg used to manage yeah. at the Chiefs uh, at one point, right? So there, there were a lot of Cubs fans. But um, – I just remember the day of game two, I was covering some girls' high school volleyball game or some shit, and I was, I, 
let's be, I'm going to be real with you. Not I that was, there's anything wrong with that. I was not covering. I mean, I was there, but I was not covering. Your mind was game. not there. I was, Your soul was not I, there. I was, I was full on just watching the game cast on my phone. <laughs> like, there, I, I, I can say spike. that now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's so, a bump set spike. There were bumps at, there, there, there were, were very un, unfortunately during the World Series there were a lot of games that I had to follow the game cast or hurry up and get home and catch the last four innings. Yeah. And yeah. Thankfully, Game Seven was the one game where I got to sit there and watch the entire thing. But I remember Game Two. I think I half of it I was I was doing something work related, and then I was able to catch the second half of it at the end. So. Yeah, wild times in my life. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. If Rachel's I, here, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Rachel is here. I was going to say. She, there she is. She, she, she listened. Someone must have told her. She heard us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I really thought it was like a must-win game at the time. Yeah. I don't remember if that was a feeling I had, but like looking back on it, like it was. <laughs> they were 100%. Like if, if, they, oh. if they lose that game, there's, there's yeah. no coming back. I, 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 they would have been so tight uh-huh. when they got back to Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah. The pressure of playing there down two games. Wouldn't wouldn't have been good. I do remember that. I think it was the third inning. I I I don't get. I didn't get to see that because you're not watching on television. Watch. I actually wanted to watch it live like a fan. Now you could go inside the press box area and watch on television, but I wanted to experience the World Series just like a fan would experience the World Series. So I sat outside in the elements and watched it. And Schwarber hits. Schwarber comes up with two on, and he drives in a run. And that's when you go back and watch it on television later. That's where the, the moment in the World Series where they keep cutting to Theo watching the game, and he gives the attaboy ad, Schwarbs. Mm-hmm. And that's when you – I mean, I think it was one of the many times that you watched – I think everybody knew Theo loved Schwarber, mm-hmm. but that wasn't just like, hey – one of our guys came up with a big hit. You could tell it was his guy. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's why Schwarber was here longer than what many people wanted. Some people, at yeah. least, right? Yeah. yeah, he was. That was his guy. And I mean, that's like that was the the like I can't believe we're watching this. Like the game that Schwarber had. That well, like, that was like the when he's like, yeah, I'm I'm back. Right, <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. Right. Like, when also, he, when you he watch had those highlights, hits, yeah. Rizzo had a. Also, when you watch that that highlights of that game. You're like, wow, Schwarber really did change his body going into 2018. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you're yeah. like, he doesn't, he doesn't look, look anything like that yeah, anymore. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which obvi- was an obvious. Like, I remember all the media talking about him changing his body going into 2018 season. But like, once you watch the highlights of like the World Series or just any highlights before 2018, and then mm-hmm. after, you're like, wow, he, he. I mean, he looks so different now. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, that was uh, that game was it was it was a must win. I mean, they're all must wins, right? But yeah, probably wouldn't have been good if they're going back to Wrigley down to oh two pressure wise. It was, sure. it was and a good it's thing. not like they played well at Wrigley in the World Series except for the one game in Game Five. And by the way, not just for the players and the team, fans. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, they find, they won a World. I've seen them win a World Series game like this is possible. They can do it. Um, Arietta was awesome. And I did note to myself, Wilson caught the game. You know, like we talk about Wilson Contreras calling the game. And you, uh, Wilson was key in that game. They scored a run. He, he busts his tail down to first base and beats out a ground ball. It leads to them scoring another run. 
But remember, five and two-thirds, we all talk about the, the, the game he calls as a catcher, yada, yada, all that stuff. They weren't worried about it in game two of the World Series. Mm, like, right. you know, there were, at that point, game two was the most pressure they had ever faced as a franchise. Like, that was it. For sure. They yeah. were in the World Series. They were down one game already. At that point, that was the biggest game in Cubs history right there. Yeah. Yeah. And he was catching and calling the game, and they went, he went five and two-thirds, gave up one earned run. He was a dog, yeah. man. I know he's kind of controversial, as things played out, and we all like to forget about 2021, but he had, as the kids say, he had that dog in him. Like <laughs> yeah. He was someone that like you could give the ball to every fifth day and be like, "Go give me, go give me quality start. Go, just go shove it down their throats." And like, you need guys like that on your team. Like that's you know you look at this team now, this roster now, and you we're we're still searching for those, yeah. right? But you feel like a guy like Steele, maybe Wisniewski have those types a guy of qualities. Like Stroman, who Stroman we're talk for about sure, later. like we're going to talk like, about today, maybe like Nico. Yeah, like you're, you're looking for guys that like aren't afraid of the moment, and uh, Arietta was never afraid of the moment. No, I mean you talk. We talk about this World Series game, but I mean we've talked about the like the wild card game too before previously. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was just he he was just one of those guys, and uh, you can't you can't measure it. You can't use stats. You can't like you, you can't find a way to define it. It's just, does he have it? If he he proved it more often than not that he had it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Man, I just want him to play baseball. Like this week is just right. Forget it. I like I know the Cubs aren't in it, but let's get this World Series going. Like, yeah, what are they doing? This has been like two nights where you're just like, I know that this is what like, is on. I know it's been like scheduled. Like people were telling me this in my mentions last night because I tweeted like, why the fuck aren't we playing the World Series right now? Whenever the NBA have, like, four games, and, like, then there's just hockey, like, the four major sports. Like, they're going to be competing with football this weekend. And, like, I'm just saying, yeah, like, football is football. Like Maybe maybe they work in the ability to flex, like, flex the games earlier, right? Yeah. Like, instead of, like, yeah, like you said, day. they were scheduled yeah. Friday. Start them today. You know, start them right. on Wednesday. What if they both had swept? Like, you know what I mean? Like, geez, it's right. close enough. <laughs> um, and, then, and then we see the news. So I was thinking about – this is the anniversary, and then you see the other news that comes out. And have you ever been so sick? At, like as a kid, you get the flu real bad. You've been so sick that there's nothing left in your body from vomiting, and so you dry heave. You're, you're, you're going through the process of vomiting, but nothing's coming up because there's nothing left in your body. So you're just you're going through the, the phase of vomiting with nothing coming up. That's how I felt when I saw Wayne Wrights coming back from <laughs> okay, the Cardinals. I was, that's I was like wondering whenever, where that was going. That's like I, when, I got the dry heaves at home. Just, that was, that's so like when the Cubs gave Yachty and Pujols some like, there. Some like scoreboard cards or whatever. I, right? I'm still mad about uh, that. I had no idea where that was going. That's where it's going. I knew I got the chills. I got a little clammy. I thought your child thought, was like maybe had, had a sick morning. No, this, this is no, well said. Good. All right. And like everyone's just going to assume that I'm just going to like sit here and slander Adam Wayne. Right. I'm not going to do that. The dude's 40, 41 and he's actually still performing. That's like the one thing that like of those three, he's the one who's still performing. Pools had been washed for years. He had a great second half, whatever. You want to talk about juice baseballs, maybe, perhaps. Maybe they gave a little syringe. I ain't saying it happened. I'm just, but I am, you know, we can sit here. You're just bringing theory. it up. That's I'm all. I'm just bringing it up. And Yachty was, Yachty was literally, he, he was awful this year. He was awful. Awful. Just straight awful. 
Like, Adam Wainwright, 41 years old, and he get, he was still in the rotation giving them quality I, innings, I do man. think that he had he had some pretty issues bad, in the second half. He had a pretty bad second half, and there was like – there's like an Talks injury thing related really about it. Yeah, yeah, some some mechanical thing that he yeah. couldn't find, which I'm like, considering Either you're way, Adam though, Wainwright, like, you're a veteran, and you're you got a really good you know pitching coaching staff. Like to not be able to have to not have found that earlier yeah. didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But it was also like, yeah, there were there was a point I remember seeing that hey maybe Adam Wainwright might not be in the playoff rotation if the yeah, you know wherever the Cardinals true. go. Like so. Either way, though, in the back end of his career, he's continued to give them like quality yeah. innings, and like it's impressive. I, I you just like the least of the three, right? I don't doesn't mean I have to like him. Okay, but I definitely <laughs> respect it a lot more than the other two guys that would, the freaking national media didn't want to shut up about all season. So he's Kalada's got the the conspiracy theory. Ricketts forgot to honor Wainwright. That's why he's coming back. God damn it. <laughs> please don't give him a jersey number on his scoreboard. Oh, my scoreboard. God. Please. Please. Just. God, always comes the heaters. And, all right. Before we uh, get to our report cards and, and some sponsors we're very proud of, uh, I do have some breaking news. Breaking sneaker news that not even <laughs> Cody Del Mendo knows about. Why? Because somehow on the Facebook, I, I, they're listening the Facebook. to us. Facebook must know that I know Cody. And they listen to Cody all day or they listen to the show and they're, they're getting in my head. They went out and they're like, I need to start sending ads and garbage to Luke Stuckmeyer. So I get, I, I, I'm scrolling through my, the Facebook today, going down and I'm thinking I'm going to post how we're going to have the show on and we're going to talk about this. And I get a sneaker ad about Jordans that are coming out in 2023 from Jordan release dates. Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, Air Jordan 1 High OG in the works for 2023. Dropping in full family sizing. Give me one second. The photo's coming up. Sarah's working on the graphic. These are Jordans that even Cody has never seen, his eyes have never gazed upon this set of Air Jordans. <laughs> but now, I present them in breaking news. They breaking look like the news. old school Air Jordans. Like, that, like the, J, the Jordan ones? Yep. And, and they've got uh, some like spider webs in the black. All right, well, I know our let's friend. Let's see them. Let's see I, it. Our friend Mariano has don't a worry. similar pair, or at least. These I haven't don't seen drop. These, they don't drop until oh, wow. 2023. Look at Cody. Ooh. Look at Cody. Look at the excitement in his eyes. Wow. Those are nice. Ryan's those. mouth is agape. He's just. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. Oh, you can even see like the little web huh? in, the, in the black. Like okay. The, I like Sneaker those. news. I break it here on CHGO Cubs. Are you buying them for the for the crew? Are they no, gonna, I am not. Are they going to have the like the at handle of whoever designed these on the shoes? Because if so, I don't want them. Yeah, that that we don't need. But uh, yeah. Uh, but Jordan, I do like the design, though. You the should follow stuff. Jordan release dates on Facebook because they have the dates of all the shoes that are coming out. Maybe I should start using Facebook again. <laughs> I say no. What I, about I, MySpace? You guys into MySpace? Dude, I had a MySpace. Back I remember in the day. MySpace. 
I never Loving had MySpace. MySpace I, was awesome, man. There, there was nothing like designing your own like page and then yeah. putting like a song and like yeah, you can't do that. With then you embed like fifty YouTube videos uh-huh. on there of just random shit because yep, yep. you're a kid and you just thought they were so cool and you wanted everyone else to see them, even though they didn't give a shit. But you thought they were cool and that's all that mattered. You thought you were like a, a mm-hmm. big badass because like, you limited your top yeah. friends list. Oh, and you're yeah. like the people that are like, well, why am I not your top friends? Yeah, sorry to make the, the cut. That's when I discovered anxiety, guys. When I wasn't on the top four, <laughs> that's when I discovered anxiety that's that stuff bothered me as a teenager right um, but yeah. you thought to yourself someday someday i'm gonna have these spider-man jordans and everybody's gonna want to be me <laughs> everybody's gonna want to be me. michael colada says they're a waste of good money yeah, i don't know about i mean that. they're not my favorite but i do like the design and it, and i hold would on. consider if they don't put the the at some hold on michael colada is the king of of ricketts is cheap ricketts is cheap and then he's telling he's saying buying shoes buy a, a waste cool of good shoes. money <laughs> that's fair but we also don't know i don't michael how old are you he says he's old he said he says he's old like me oh, it wasn't like an all-star okay. in like a little league or something oh, well, like no it was a, a beer league back. softball he was oh, yeah, 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 a yeah, while yeah. back okay yeah. sorry he's michael collada i don't believe is 71 um <laughs> i have oh maybe he might maybe I can't we'll, we'll find out Find out one day. Um, Kalata, reveal your age. You know what? You know what may be better than those uh, Spider-Man Jordans, though. Uh, he uh, says seventy-one. Batman, uh, some kind of well, Batman one. That too, but well done. well done, Lawrence. Talking about Shady Rays. He is seventy-one. Kalata. Shady Rays might be better than those Jordans. Well, they'd go great together. Yeah, they would Ooh. definitely go great. Yeah, together. Now, see if you get oh. some Shady Rays and you wear yeah, those. Oh. I believe the kids say that is a vibe. Sure. Uh, they would say it's uh, a vibe. Uh, that I would look if you were wearing shady rays and those Jordans, I would look at you and be like, "He is him." That's right. See, and and <laughs> Lawrence will him. know that there's a guy <laughs> Bill different one of one. There's yeah, a guy one on Survivor one. this season that's L I V I N. He's living. Oh, he's got a tattoo L I V I N. Now I've thought about the tattoo vibin V I B I N. There you go. Fair I'm enough. not going to do it. No but apostrophe. Thought about it. Just I thought about it. V I B I N. V I B I N. Vibin. Yes, if you want a vibe. You, you, you need to listen I up when we talk about Shady Rays right now. Because tell us, Ryan. Tell us. Shady tell Rays us. never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Dropped in the lake, off a cliff, fell off your head at homecoming, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and has donate, donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind the product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And now exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Beautiful. They're going to be beautiful. I'm, I'm waiting for my pair to come right now. 
uh, and they will go great when I get those first pair of Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, Air Jordans. Uh, by the way, Kalata is now saying the first game, he came up the grandstand, the game was in color because he'd been watching in black and white on WGN. It explains a little bit about Kalata's perspective for a lot that we talk about in the chat. Yeah. He's like me. You can't wash away 50, 60 plus years of bitter disappointment with one World Series. Yeah, yeah, sure. You can't, like, you guys don't have, like, that's a, you got to put it into perspective. He'd been hurt so many times by watching the Cubs that the winning the World Series was great and he loved it, I'm sure. But you can't wash it. It's, it's, it's like uh, yeah. cleansing for one colonoscopy. Doesn't quite do it. You got to, you know, might take two. What a <laughs> metaphor there by uh, uh, Luke Stuck. That's the way it was. I'm just mm. giving you the real facts. And Kalotic brings a, a veteran perspective. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Uh, pins and Aces, the official golf My apparel goodness. partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments on and off the golf course. They are a family-owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve, an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. See, Collada says that's why he rags on Ricketts. I don't put that on one <laughs> person. Fair. Ricketts wasn't around for the first 40-plus years of disappointment in my life. As far go. as the owner, at least. That's right. No, yeah, he's the best owner they've had in my lifetime. It's true. There you go. I can't argue. He's the only one that's won a World Series. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we'll get back to our report cards. Couldn't decide who to, you know, give a report card today. We talked about maybe should we be Andrelton Simmons today? Maybe should we Jesse Chavez? Uh, where do we go for this? We settled on the first one. Our you pitcher, really, you Marcus really love Stroman. to bring up Jesse Chavez. Jesse Chavez. <laughs> it's a long, long time era in long baseball era. history. Multiple times. We're going to do the Stroh show, though. Stroh show. You were very, we were all excited by the signing, right? Oh, yeah. That, that much we know. How did he live up to the hype for you, Cody? All right, so I'll go results C, stuff in adjustments, A-, and then overall B-. minus. Uh, the results C, um, because he was underwhelming, let's be real. Like, for the, if you take in the entire season, he was underwhelming. He, and as much as I defended him, I don't think he played to the level of making, what, $25 million this year or whatever it was. Oh, I'm, see, I'm surprised by this, Cody. I thought you were going to go a higher grade. I know, he, for me, he was disappointing early on. First half I thought year. you believed you got exactly what you paid for. In the second half, you did. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he did it for a full year, then I'd, yeah, I'd probably be giving him an A right now. But that's why I gave his yeah. stuff slash adjustments an, an A minus because he did get better after he came back from the shoulder inflammation, right? And I don't want to take away the like the the injury thing because like the original reason he went on the IL was because of getting COVID and like whatever, like it that sucks, right? And then they came back, he came back too fast and and ramped it up too fast, whatever. Yeah. Shoulder information, he's out. Cubs are playing bad. He's he didn't pitch well in April. Like it, it's not looking great as far as the signing, right? That's that's literally like three months of the year. That's basically what it was. Mm-hmm. Second half of the year, though, he was a lot better, and that's why I give him a B minus because he did salvage the year, and I do think that that means something going into twenty twenty three, and I do think that 
Um, you know, you you feel good about him going into 2023. Uh, you know, the only th- you know if there's anything I can complain about in the second half is that I mean, he did not pitch well against St. Louis. Yeah, I think he had one good start against St. Louis, and there was a few bad ones against them as well. And so, like, you got you know, it that's just one team, and I know they're not going to play the Cardinals 19 times a year anymore, but like. You gotta beat the rivals. I'm sorry. It lives in my head if you can't if you don't pitch well. Kyle Hendricks still does. He had that one right at the end, right, yeah. right the last time he was pitching pretty much. Fair. Uh he had a was seven innings shutout in, in St. Louis at right. the stadium. Like Either way though, like But I, I get what you're saying. You, you, I think everyone gets around coming from uh I think that there's a lot to like going into twenty twenty three, but if you're looking at first year, high expectations for him, for sure. Um the one thing everyone loved about him when the Cubs got him was durability. He was out for a little bit. Like, like that, like I can't, it's, it is something that I have to put down, put him down for, unfortunately. But that does that mean I don't feel comfortable with him going in next year? No. But again, so I think a B minus is fair. Yeah. It's uh, a passing grade. Yeah. I'm, I'm very similar to, to what you put in there. Um, yeah. My, my results were in the yeah, C plus. So a little bit higher than what you had, but the same as like the stuff slash adjustments category, A minus. Um, yeah, and when you look at his overall numbers, they were very, you know, maybe average to above average, I would say, just overall. And I, I, I don't think, you know, when you you have to take the good with the bad, so you know that he had a lot of bad starts, but then he ended up having a lot of good starts too. Um, the stuff, uh, we, we know he doesn't throw, you know, he's not like a velocity pitcher and sometimes that causes bad results when he's not hitting the spots right because he's he is a guy that allows a lot of bad balls in play so I know as far as results go um, I believe his like max exit velocity or his exit velocity was higher up this year his hard hit rate that kind of stuff um, I believe was all up this year um, from where it's been in the past like it, it wasn't the highest but it's like he still had uh, you know above league average 89. Uh, mile per hour average exit velocity um hard hit rate was 40.7 percent um so it wasn't great and then you know era at 3.5 it was a lot of very in the grand scheme of things like average to above average numbers but when you look at what he did in the second half as you talked about a lot cody i mean that was he came back at with like the week before the all-star break i think he made two starts and it was like a completely different pitcher than what we saw in the first half. He had good starts. I know he had that one on his birthday in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, was great. Um, but it was a lot of uh, bad starts. And and he's talked about – he's not making excuses, but he's talked about how he really doesn't feel – or at the time, like early on in the season, he did not feel built up. He did not feel good coming off the shortened spring training. Again, not making that as an excuse, but that's kind of the thing that he pointed to as like, if I can just feel right, I'll pitch well. Didn't have that. Had COVID, came back. Uh, you know, got hurt again and was down for about a month. Came back right before the All-Star break and had, you know, great start after great start. I think he ended the season with, like, four straight quality starts, something like that. Um, and he had, a, like, a two five six ERA in the in the second half. Or, you know, his last, I think it was 16 starts because he pitched nine times before that and he ended up at 25. So, yeah, yeah. 16 starts. He had, uh, yeah, two five six ERA. Uh, and it was like in the five, five, eight, or something like that in the in those first nine. So, for him to have adjusted, you know, not only to just where his body was physically in the first half, for most of the first half, uh, to going in and and I, Michael Colossus has to go more than 
five and two thirds to start. I mean, look at how many. Nobody how, does anymore. But you also nobody look at does. How many, but he did do it. Yeah, I'm just that. saying it's just pretty rare now. Yeah, it is. Like if you unless, get five innings out of your starter, that's, unless you're unless you're like the elite starter, yeah. elite starters of the league, and like, and that's kind of goes back to like what I was saying about him. It's like you you paid the guy to be able to do that, so in a way, I kind I'm kind of with him, but yeah, I mean. Six, I mean, would he, he, six would be nice. Six would be nice. I'm not asking nice. for seven. I'm asking for six. Again, that last that he can give you that if last he can go 16, through six. That'd be great. That last sixteen uh, starts that stretch after he finally came back and was felt felt healthy and and, and didn't really miss any more time. Um, out of, out of those sixteen, nine of those were six plus innings. I think he had six or seven quality starts. I, I'm trying to look at the thing really quickly. Um, but like you said, it's like no, like. Unless you're like the ace, and there's not many of them. Like, there's not a, a ton of pitchers out there that you reasonably give the ball and say, "Go get me seven innings." Or even there's, there's few. There's more, but still not as many as in the past. You're like, "Go get me six. Yeah. Getting five innings, especially in a season like this, getting five innings from the starters was like a good thing mm-hmm. because bull, because of the way bullpens are used and the short spring training and all that stuff. Like, getting five innings from a starter on a consistent basis this year was great. And if we'll see how much that changes with the regular off season for the first time in three years, like that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll see how much that changes next year. Um, but for right now, just the way pitching staffs are made up, five innings wasn't a bad thing. So five and two thirds is cool. Six, six was great. Honestly, six or seven quality start. You know, those are all great. He had that one start. I forgot who it was against, but he had like six and a third of no. He was throwing a no hitter. And I remember talking to him like, 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 do you even realize at the time that you're throwing a no hitter? He's like, he's like, yeah, I do, but I'm also a pitcher that like, I let the ball go in play, so it's gonna be a lot harder for me to throw a no hitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not blowing stuff past guys and striking them out. Um, I'm rambling right now, but uh, as, again, results C plus just was mostly above average overall. Uh, but this, the the stuff is great. We know his, the slider sinker combo is great. Um, and there was actually a point, like, and this goes to adjusting. There was a point where the sinker and the slider were a little. He was using them a little less, and then he wasn't pitching great. And then so he adjusted back and started using them more. They ended up obviously being his most used pitches uh, on the season, like they've always been for his career. Uh, and you see what he did in the second half. So the stuff and the adjust, the stuff's good. The adjustments were great. I give an a minus again. I think I knock him a little bit just cause he doesn't have the velocity, but you know, that's just the picture he is. Like, I don't want to take it too much. Uh, yeah. Overall, I think I gave it a B. Uh, he can be better. I know he wants to be better and I think he can be better. Um, so we'll see how this off season goes for him full off season, you know, get, let him go into in the next season healthy. Plus going into and see what uh, potentially a contract year. Next year, potentially, right? Potentially, I, I, if he opts out, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that that will happen. I know he's talked about loving Chicago and and potentially, you know, maybe finishing his career with the Cubs. You'd have to have an insane we'll year see. for him to really. I think guys opt are out. the older they get, the less likely they are to opt out of yeah, stuff. It, like he's he's getting closer to the age where you're like, well, why would he opt yeah. out? He's got a pretty good deal for that. Yeah, um, it'll be a wait and see. I guess I'm gonna look overly optimistic here. Ooh, Which I, I'm, I'm surprised occurrence. by it because I was one of the guys early in the season saying, this is not what they paid for. This is yeah. not the guy they paid for. And I don't know how much I should grade according to what I expected going into the season or what I hoped going into the season, like when they signed him. Um, now I look at him and I say, 
be great. It'd be good if he was your number two. It'd be great if he was your number three. It'd be spectacular if he was your number four, right? Like, if he could be your lackey when the Cubs are actually good, now you've got a staff. But I also see some of these pitchers that are out there in the postseason and think, Stroman could do that starting a game three. I, I could see that. Um, yeah. So he, he he falls in a similar category with Hendricks, but not exactly the same one. Um, I The results, I gave him a B- minus just because I thought it was passing. He was better than your average Joe going out there. It wasn't good early. I agree with everybody that says, you know, maybe he wasn't pitching in super high leverage when they knew the team was done already. But I don't think... I don't think that impacted him. That He doesn't seem like one of the guys where that would actually have an impact. I could see that for a younger guy feeling less pressure. And I don't think that was yeah. Stroman. I just think he knows he's got to live up to that contract. He does, you but I, don't, I think things just were not right early in the season. And I upgraded from some of the – I had a lot of C's early on. I was giving it just like everybody else, C+. And I thought – well, he also is a contact guy who had to play with VR over at third base. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, at least one game, I got to take that right. into effect. And I feel like and, that's the thing is like, there was pretty much everyone on the, the Cubs all star team. <laughs> pretty much everyone in the rotation this year was like a soft contact, like ground ball kind yeah. of guy. Steele did that a lot. Kyle Hendricks, we know that's who he is. Stroman, we know that's who he is. There was a lot of guys on this team. Wade Miley, if he ever was healthy, like that was kind of his game as well. And to have the defense behind them that didn't didn't make make that any easier to handle. It was not a great defensive no. team. And I'm Nico not, I, was good. Hap was good. The rest were, eh. Yeah, and, and you can't blame it on that. I know he wouldn't blame it on defense behind him, but that does play a factor. Um, if you're struggling and, and guys are putting the ball in play and the defense behind you isn't giving isn't doing you any favors, then, you know, that, that kind of compounds on things. But, I mean, we both gave it a B. I, I, again, I, it, I may it was have good. Gone, I may have gone too hot. My grade might have been – too positive because I've been giving tough grades. Like I went as high as B plus for the guys that were really, really good this season. Maybe I should have gone B minus C plus, but uh, I can look at him and say, he's a good player on a lot of teams, not just the Cubs. Yeah. So that's why I went above C. Like he's not just, he's not just a guy who pitched well and was like, it's only because he's on the Cubs that I'm giving that grade. He, a lot of teams would still like Marcus Stroman. So. Oh, I think Absolutely. a lot of teams would, except maybe like Mets fans. But that's yeah, a, except that's Mets fans except and Mets Dodgers fans. fans. Yeah. Both those fan bases hate him. I don't know why Dodgers fans hate him. but Dodgers fans hate everyone. Yeah. Cody, do you have a pick of the week before we get to the great Zach McKinstry report oh, card? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. You know, I know we're Chicago here. I can't, I can't get, I can't, I don't know what to tell you for Bulls Pacers tonight. Mm, so I'm going to give you the lock for Thursday, Thursday night football. Listen, I know that Tom Brady is down right now and looks like he might be getting divorced. Uh, and making a lot of money on that. Yeah, like it does. And, they, <laughs> and the Buccaneers just got pounded by the Panthers. But how many times have we seen it, folks? Like how many, like. I'm giving Tom Brady one more chance. I'm slamming Buccaneers money line. I got it at plus 110 the other day. It's down to like minus 105. So they're actually a lot of people coming in on the Buccaneers money line. And who are they playing? They're playing the Ravens, who I think are a bunch of yeah. frauds. Hmm. Um, I maybe should play Godwin in fantasy then. I love the Buccaneers on Thursday night football, prime time, Thursday, against Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. 
first off, the Ravens, when they get a lead, they blow it. Yeah. All right? They almost blew it against the Browns, who also are a bunch of frauds. Uh, Buccaneers, they're, they're hearing it this week, right? Like, they, they, get, they scored three points against the Panthers on Sunday. Short week. A tanking Panthers team. Tanking likely. Panthers that team. That just traded Christian McCann. Tanking. Yeah. Tanking Panthers team. This is. PJ Walker. I'm giving. I'm giving Tom Brady and all that talent that's down there in, in, in Florida one more shot. Home dogs against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens on primetime. I will take Tom Brady as a dog on primetime every day of the week. Unless he loses this week, then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so one more shot. One more Brady. shot. People were talking about like this. This is the end of the line for this Tom Brady. People were, like people were saying yeah. it. They're all saying on the net. The big media shows. Stephen A. He's, he's saying it. Skip saying it. Like I'm. I love. He's hearing it. I love the Buccaneers. Thursday night football. I also love the under, but I've been taking the under all year. The under is. Fifth no fourteen and eight, in prime time this year. Really. Sarah's yeah. right. Smash that like button. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, so, that's what I like. All right. That's your pick of the week. That's my pick Draft of the week. Okay. pick of the week. I like it. I won't disagree with you. Uh, so, our on, on final set. grade of the day <laughs> is for Zach McKinstry. And here's a guy they picked up in one of the trades after the trade deadline. And the thought going into it was he's behind a lot of great players in L.A., Maybe you catch lightning in a bottle for your next Zobrist player for a guy that just was stuck on too good of a team to get enough chances to really prove. And and now you put him on this Cubs team, and when he gets that opportunity, he will run with it. Yeah. Cody, how did you feel about it? All right, so offense, I went D minus. Defense, I went C. Perhaps could be a little bit higher, but he definitely had some blunders out there that had people ready to cut him in August. Um and overall, I won D plus because if you look at the offensive numbers, uh, it just wasn't great. And I think that 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 is what's so maybe it's overshadowing it. I do think the defense got better the, as you know as we got into September. Well, uh, here here's some stats. You know, Dell Metrics. I'll actually give you some stats though, Ryan. In oh, August, yeah. like he became a Cub on the 27th of July. So taken from the 27th of July all the way through the end of August. He had a way to runs created plus of 52. He hit 206 on base of 239 and slug 309. I mean, that is bad. Not good. Just awful. That, not and, good, Bob. And the, somehow the Cubs had a 500 month that month. It was not because of Zach McKinstry. <laughs> um, but in September, and again, it's still not great, but it is improved. In September, he had a 97 weight, uh, WRC plus. 207 batting average, 296 on base, and slug 402. He had a few more homers in in in, uh, in September. Again, these numbers are not great, but he did get better in September compared to August. And I do think that he is utility guy at best. I do not think he is someone that you can go into 2023 and slot in at second or or anywhere really, and just say I want you to play there every day. But I do think in the perfect role, which is as a utility guy, I think he can be valuable. I think he can be a Chris Coglin type guy for this team um, and just be be a guy. I think he can be that. And to get a guy like that for Chris Martin, no one's going to look at that trade that Jed made and say that the Cubs won it or the Dodgers won it. But I think it's one that we'll look back and be like, ah, 
not too shabby. Again, people wanted to cut this guy in August. He hadn't even been here a month yet. And again, those numbers in August were awful. Um, but I do think September he got better for his standards, right? So I think that he can be better. Was he good in his two months of trying to prove it with the Cubs? Not necessarily, but I do think he showed some flashes of having some value, of being a guy off the bench. So I give him a D plus. Sean says Madrigal better than McKinstry. So I was just going to ask. I think we all agree with that. If you had to go Madrigal, Bodie, and McKinstry, what order would you rate them in? I I, I put McKinstry second yeah, behind I, Madrigal and uh, Bodie last. I'm looking at it as like who. I'm looking at it as who should the Cubs keep for next year? Right, I'm like Madrigal. what you know about him, what the upside is, all of that. I stuff. I think it had to go Madrigal, McKinstry, Bodie. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's the way I there would go, go too. I think you know what you have in Bodie. Yeah. And I McKinstry feel, gives you a left-handed bat. I feel too, a right? little bit bad for Bodie because like he earned like that whatever contract extension, whatever you want to call it. But like I'm at the point where I think Bodie is uh, just depth. Like if there's an injury and he's in Iowa. Like I, I'd rather see McKinstry get a shot as like a utility guy for second base next year, and I don't even yeah. know how much he would do it because if the Cubs go get a Correa or Bogarts or Turner or Swanson, someone like that, you can move Nico Horner to second if they wanted to, or that guy can play second base, and then then you got a logjam of whoever that guy is and Magical and McKinstry. But at least McKinstry can play all across the diamond. Like he can play some third. We've seen him play some short. Um, Bodie was hurt by out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You started – not that the other guys jumped in and took the job, but you saw somebody like Morell come in and show you that he could do it with more power and more versatility, and he's younger, and he's got more upside, all those things. And so it was like when you factor Morell into that same conversation with McKinstry, Bodie, and Madrigal, now you have a log jam. Yeah. Right? That That's what you really have. Ryan, what did you do for grades on, on McKinstry? Yeah. Uh Again, somewhat similar to Cody. Uh, offense, I went with a D. Defense was was a C, and then overall, gave him a D plus. I think you had a D plus as well, Cody. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean the offense just wasn't great, and I I will give him, you know, some of the benefit of the doubt in that he just was not playing at all with LA, and then kind of just moved into he played a lot here. <laughs> like it was just mm-hmm. kind of night and day, and adjusting to a new team, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a time where he's also just kind of bouncing around at different positions. Um, but just offensively, it, it just wasn't it wasn't good. I mean, you gave all the numbers, but um, as far as with the Cubs, 78 WRC plus, 279 weighted on base average. I mean, you want to just go with regular numbers, 206 average with the Cubs, um, 272 on base, 633 overall OPS. Like, it just – it wasn't a good offensive season from – I, I, I think there's a little more in there. And you saw you saw a couple times during September. Like, so Tuberi uh, was okay. They, like, they, we looked at him. Like, there were a few times yeah. I took him for who you got. Yeah. And everyone yeah, was yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, the guy's swinging a decent bat right now. Like, yeah. I mean, there there was a couple weeks in there. Yeah. Where he, he, had, a, he had a good run. It wasn't run. all it, negative. It, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a, a crazy extended, like, this guy is getting three hits every single game, but it was like, okay, he's putting together a he little had like bit. like a five-for-five five game in there. It was, it was something. The, I think it was the Zach McKinstry game. It was like yeah. a five-for-five. Like you just will never <laughs> say. Like multiple extra base hits. Yeah. Did he grab the opportunity and run with it? No. I, no. I can't say Definitely that. Did he grab the opportunity and fumble it? No. 
No, not totally. He's he just didn't run with it. You're yeah. It's not the biggest deal in the world because you're not gonna have to pay him a ton of money or anything like that, and he can play multiple positions. So it's not like yeah. it's not like magical where he's basically second base or or nothing, right? Like. I think that's the pro with him, but I do think Magical is a better hitter, so that's yeah. why I would rank Magical ahead of him. I don't know if he's enough to keep on the forty man. I don't know that answer. Yeah. And yeah. then, as far as the defense goes, I haven't. I didn't get to that part. Um, you know, he he was relatively good. I mean, he he didn't have at least with the Cubs any you know negative as far as defensive runs saved. He ended up with let's see at shortstop. He actually ended up with one. That I don't know if that was more having to do. Fangraphs doesn't really split it with between Cubs and Dodgers, but. Um, two outs above average at second base this year, uh, right at average with outs above average at third base, and then he had one at shortstop. And if he can play three three positions at, at least average to above average play, again, he's not going to – there's, there's no reason for him to be a starter on this team. But if he gives you a lefty bat, a depth piece who, like, guys get hurt, guys need a break, guys need whatever, can hop in around the diamond and, and fill a couple positions – like as versatile as this game has become, I don't like McKintry being able to play multiple positions is valuable. So yeah, what I had, I think I had D D and C and it was a D plus overall could have maybe been a, a little closer to a C minus. Um, it just was like the, the offense didn't do it for me as, as much as the defense, like, and then he had a few you know mistakes in the, in the field, but that, that kind of gets overblown sometimes. Um, yeah, but so yeah, I gave him a D plus overall. It's just, it, you wanted to see a little bit more for a guy you, you got at the trade deadline, uh, with a little big opportunity in front of him. You didn't really get it. Yeah. Um, especially so. right away. Like again, like the August was awful. Yeah. The August was bad. And like the only reason that I am saying that, you know, I think him coming back next year as a utility guy is because of the September and the September wasn't great either, but he was at least a little bit closer to average. Yeah. So D plus overall, D plus overall. What do you know? D plus, D plus, D plus, <laughs> D plus is for everybody. D plus. All the way around. I don't have anything extra to say other than I don't like the the safety glasses. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like the clear safety glasses look. I it's not my thing. So I, I I lose a little vibe swag for him with the glasses. <laughs> it just looks a little goofy. It looks like he should be in a shop somewhere working with something. I don't know. Only some players can do it, right? Only if you're getting three hits a night, I those you got a vibe going. If you don't, yeah. you look a little ridiculous in the safety goggles from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe Colada. Colada's giving him a C. I was actually surprised. Yeah. But he also said you got to see a full season, and they can't afford to do that. Yeah. Agre- agreed. <laughs> see, though. Huh. Such it's negativity Kalata, you basically, on the show. Yeah, Kalata's got a, basically an all-star team out there. Yeah. Yeah, for real. For real, Kinstreak, man. Kinstreak, Emma C. <laughs> Stroman, A. Uh, hey, I do want to point out we've got a lot of tailgates coming up for the Bears. We're all going to be there coming up against the Dolphins. And great deal. There's three coming up here. It's Dolphins, Packers, and Lions. Um, 46 bucks, you get your food, you get drinks, booze, beer, uh, you get good times, bags will be out there, parking can be there if you need it, uh, you know, a lot of people want to head to the, to the game afterwards, no better time to jump in on this than when the Bears are hot. I heard somebody on the radio today, a national voice, actually talking about the Bears 
being a dangerous playoff team if they had to go to Philadelphia. And I almost drove off the road because I was like, <laughs> what is he talking about? Like, let's not get too excited over beating a bad Patriots team when you had 11 days. Like, I don't want to kill vibes, but you're talking about beating the Eagles in the playoffs? Yeah. Now that is optimistic. That, that is that is quite, quite optimistic. That is, uh, yeah, that is like full-on homer. But I respect but it. Was it. A I love national guy. It wasn't even a Bears oh, fan. Oh, really? Like, what? Oh, wow. 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 It was very positive. You sure you're not Ooh, talking about Adam, that? like someone like Adam Rank? No, no. <laughs> this was a big name national guy on the radio. Okay. Uh, and we have some new merch. So you can Ooh. show up to the new tailgates. Make sure you get those tickets, allchgo.com. And that's also where you can get the new merch. Yep. New release for the Bears. I like that one kind I of. I love that one. I like but the Bulls I love, one, too. I love the Bulls one. The Bulls one. I really hits. like the Bulls. It's got a little Windy City Bulls look to it, but it's definitely the Bulls. I think the, I think the reason I love the Bulls one Those a little awesome. bit more is I get a little bit more of a retro feel out of it. Yeah. And retro is very in these days. Right. That's why I'm so popular. Yeah. Absolutely why Stucky's so no, popular. No. Retro. It's all good. That's yeah. why Kalada and I are two of the most popular people on this chat. Retro. We're all uh, retro. Yeah. Anyways, new, new merch on the website. Uh, don't forget to get the tickets to the tail, tailgate. We'd like to hang out and meet you guys. All three of us will be there, right? We're going to be there. I'll be there. Uh, hopefully, the weather is going to be like, this would be ideal. This is tailgate weather today. Right here. Like, yeah. the warm tailgates are nice, but really a tailgate, I want like 60, mm-hmm. 50. Some leaves flying sunny, around. Sunny, some... Yeah, they blow the smoke away a little bit. Yeah. That, that's really what you're looking for. Absolutely. Uh, who do you want to grade tomorrow? Who haven't we graded yet? Before we get to that, yeah, Jack, I remember seeing Jack Brown earlier in the show said, when are, when are we getting more Cubs merch? CHGO Cubs you want, merch. We're going to ask for more merch. We got, we, we got we to make this happen. I, a lot of ones. We got to make this happen. Yeah, we, we can ask for more merch. Well, you know what? When the team wins, we'll, we'll start to get more merch. Maybe if they get Aaron Judge, I would say there'd be a shirt coming out. Ooh, yeah. You know? They sign Judge, we'll have a shirt and a sweatshirt go all, and a hoodie. All rise or something I did like hear, that. I did hear a rumor that the uh, lids might be coming yeah. sometime soon. Maybe Black Friday. Yeah. Ooh. The hoodies are on the website, too. Hoodies are sweet, too. They're not Saw Cubs those. related, but they are no, CHGO. CHGO ones. If you like CHGO, which I assume you do if you're watching the show then like or listening. Like, I, I'm going to go for the camo one. I like the camo one. Yeah. The, bo- the bottom one. Yeah, camo like hoodie. The, camo one too. the CHGO yeah. logo. Absolutely. Over your heart, where it should be at all times. Yeah. Uh, all Tomorrow, right, who, though? Real quick. Yeah, who do you want to grade? we got like two minutes left. Who haven't we graded as a position player? We didn't do Keegan yet. Oh, sorry, position player. Oh, well, we could do Keegan. And then do we want to do Simmons? <laughs> no, I don't want to really. do Simmons. Want to do Andrelton Simmons and uh, Keegan? <laughs> uh, what about Ortega? We, yeah, we've done Ortega. We haven't yeah. done we did uh, Saya, Hermosillo. Right? Yeah, we've done Saya. I think we've done everybody that played. I think we've done all of the main guys who played every single day almost. Significant time. Significant yeah. time, yeah. Um, we oh, we haven't done Rivas, Velasquez, yeah. Velasquez, yeah, <laughs> Higgins. I I think, Orte- I think Ortega is like the last oh, one. Thompson and Ortega uh-huh. or Colada said Hayward. <laughs> oh wow! Now that's gonna be a. Do we have to? <laughs> I I, I like Thompson and. Ortega. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Hayward might be the last guy we grade. I don't even know if we should be Maybe. giving 
like him and or I mean, if we're gonna give VR grade, then I guess we gotta give up give Simmons a grade, right? But well, we could do a report card for Simmons, Ortega, VR. We could put a lot of guys. Schwindel. On we haven't done Schwindel. He played a lot. Oh, you want to do the? Well, let's save him. He's a, he's a headliner. Yeah, that's a big he's one. You can do that one Thursday. <laughs> you can't do all the headliners on one show. Right. Absolutely Fair enough. Not, not right. with this long. So Keegan ahead. and Ortega for Big Thursday, and maybe a hopefully a guest. Uh, and and we're also gonna we have to before the World Series starts mm-hmm. we have to pick our World Series team. Our, our World Series so team. Yeah, and I think we go four players. But if you want to have a pitcher, great. If you don't want to have a pitcher, great. We can't do. You have to have a Cubs player because there's just not enough love to go yeah, around. Right. Go. right. Someone's calling, but Somebody's it ain't for calling. us. It's probably for someone else. AKA the Blackhawks show coming up. Yeah, I mean it's. Go. I mean, it's probably somebody big like Aaron Judge, but we'll take that call tomorrow. I just hung uh, up on him. <laughs> I just hung up. <laughs> Sorry. Hung up on him. Go it was, away. It was spam for sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. We will see you on Thursday. Until then, a fly the W.